Hello ladies and gentlemen, now I'm sure we've all received advice at some point in our lives that we thought was very skeptical, like someone would tell you to do something and you would say, dude, there's, there's no way that would work. Well, join me and Andrew on this episode as we talk about the things that I've doubted from the past but decided to try out in quarantine, and turns out it worked out a lot better than I expected, so yeah, it just goes to show that maybe you should try it before completely shooting it down. Enjoy. Cool. Let's start. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode. Uh, I'm back here again with Andrew. Hello. And I'm Andy. And today uh, we're going to talk about the things that we have done or the things that we have learned during this whole self-isolation situation that have really benefited our productivity and effectiveness. But with a twist. So these action items slash takeaways that we're going to talk about are going to be things that we thought would not work at the very beginning. And when we gave them a chance, they actually turned out to work. So let me kind of give a couple of examples just to really nail that down because I'm sure that that didn't make a whole lot of sense. So I'll give three. The first example for me is eating. And what I mean by that is I've heard several times in the past that a way to be more effective is to not eat as much or not eat until you're full. And I thought to myself, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that, right? It's like whenever I feel hungry, I want to eat uh, and I want to eat until I feel full. Like it feels really, really weird to eat a meal and then stop eating when you're not full just because like I'm, for me personally, I'm so used to it and I feel like a lot of other people out there are too. So I thought, ah, there's no way this would work. And then there's like the whole fasting thing. From that, I heard about skipping breakfast, how it gives people a lot more energy. And I, I, just, I just thought, you know, like this doesn't make sense. I tried it, of course. Like I, in the past, I did try skipping breakfast, but I found that it made me more tired actually because I, I was used to like eating breakfast. So I, I gave it a shot because these past few weeks, I've done a lot of self-experimentation. And the reason why I gave it a shot is because I noticed that a lot of times after eating, I would get sleepy, like really, really sleepy. And if, if you're trying to be productive, that's not good because you eat and then you sleep and then you like wake up in like a lethargic light state and you can't really get any work done because you're really tired. So I was like, okay, let's try this out. Let's try skipping breakfast. Let's try eating less. And to my surprise, it actually really helped in terms of productivity. The reasoning behind this, I'm not a dietitian or a scientist in nutrition, but I'm fairly certain it has to do with how digestion takes up a lot of energy and a lot of blood slash circulation. So, and, and like food comas, it's, it's basically because of food comas. So you eat less, so you feel less full. So you reduce your chances of getting a food coma so that you're more productive. And if you don't eat breakfast, then that skips the whole digestion phase in the morning. And also as a part of this, this is just a fun fact. I looked up whether or not breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And it turns out that it wasn't, it was like a marketing thing that was made up like way back in like the Victorian era. And I feel like I've been lied to my whole life because my whole life I've been raised basically to believe that breakfast is important. So that was a very, very long story to say that I thought food and eating less was bullshit in terms of increasing your productivity and energy levels, but turns out it wasn't. So yeah. Mm. No. Yeah. Like I've heard this too. Like how um, people are trying intermittent fasting to increase their energy levels throughout the day. So instead of digesting at three times, which are three meals of the day, 
they mm-hmm. only use one meal and have one digestive cycle. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting, but yeah, personally, I haven't tried it out myself. Perhaps it's something uh, I can try out in the future. Mm-hmm. For me, it's really hard for me to go online and find a proper answer to like, does fasting work? And I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to try it out for yourself and figure out your own answers because there's so much conflicting stuff online. And your body is also unique too. So you don't know how your body responds to different diets and you you can self-experiment. I like the word you used. Yes. Like you can try different things with your body, see if you're more productive or not. And you can yeah track it for myself, like in terms of eating habits. I try not to eat too late into the night as it affects my sleep. I used to eat late night snacks. Like I know they're quite common, but then I realize it actually has an effect on my sleep through like just trying it out, like actually not eating that snack. What does it do to me? And I found out, yeah, I actually sleep better at night if I don't have these late night snacks. Mm -hmm. Nice. So the second kind of unorthodox slash strange thing that I tried that that actually worked was removing my phone as a distraction. And this requires a bit of context. So in the past, I noticed that I was spending a lot of time on social media, a lot of time on Facebook, going through like all the videos and stuff, et cetera, et cetera. So I tried my best to kind of minimize this by unfollowing a bunch of the pages that I was following and using a Facebook uh, wall or timeline blocker on my desktop so that when I do go to Facebook, it's just blank, right? Just little things like that. And I felt like I had a pretty good sense of control as to how much my phone distracts me. But I was watching a video by a YouTuber called Thomas Frank about productivity during a time like this where you're home all the time. And one of the things he suggested was to not even touch your phone during work. And I thought to myself, there's no way that's going to work because I have full control over when my phone distracts me and and when I decide to look at my phone. And after I saw this video, I kind of watched myself for a week. And I noticed that a lot of times I was picking up my phone and then I would think to myself, wait, why did I do that? Because I, I didn't really have a reason to pick it up. And And sometimes I would pick it up and even scroll, like, you know, go to a couple apps that I usually go to you know, just automatically, routinely, like it's, it's like a habit. And I would just be like, wait, why am I doing this? Right? So after a week, I was like, okay, maybe I should try this. And I actually tried it. And I found that I was a lot more productive. And, you know, it just goes to show that sometimes you don't, you don't really know what you have control over just because you're so used to it. So I I know that you also do kind of like a grayscale thing. And that's also something that I didn't really believe too, which I recommend people Uh, try out there at least for the night which is what I do like I have a timer where at 11 30 p.m every day my phone turns grayscale and the intent behind that is to basically for you to pick up your phone and say oh man this looks like garbage I don't want to I don't want to use my phone and it actually works and I I think you take it to a whole new level right with with just keeping it grayscale on all the time and I remember thinking to myself why would I ever want to do that but then I tried it for you know like the night thing and I was like oh wow it actually works it actually demotivates you to to use your phone yeah so I go quite radical on this so yeah I keep my phone screen on grayscale all the time so that if I do need to go on these apps I would be more tempted to go on my laptop which would uh, have those colors and be more appealing and I find that on my laptop or desktop that I'm more productive because the habit loops are quite different for example on your phone you use 
like your touch screen and it's really easy in one swipe to access a new page or new content. But on your laptop, maybe you need a mouse or a trackpad before you click on something and move around. So like that extra step with the laptop, it kind of helps with that habit loop. But yeah, in terms of removing your phone from during work hours, I think that's a really interesting thing that I suggest people should try. Well, sometimes you do need to use your phone like for calls or texts, but when you don't, uh, best is like put it away in some place that you can't really see or reach easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and actually the, the video that I watched talks about this in terms of leaving your phone out of arm's reach. So I actually kind of leave it on my closet, which you can see like right, right there. And whenever I do need to use my phone, I would have to walk up and go to there to use it because sometimes I do need to use my phone. Mm-hmm. I also moved my charger to there as well. So like I can charge my phone there and I'm even less inclined to use it. Mm-hmm. And then um, also one thing is because of the portability of the phone, it like almost feels like a toy now. You sometimes just pick it up for no reason. Exactly. And even though like maybe you haven't noticed it. One thing you can do is observe your phone habits more in the coming week. See how, how much you actually pick up your phone. Be more aware about it and mm-hmm. like see like do you want to change it or is it okay right now? Yeah, and, and I think you'll get surprised about the how many times you actually pick up your phone or how many times you actually even crave for it. Like what I would suggest as a very simple exercise is to just leave your phone out of arm's reach for like two hours and, and, you know, do whatever you're doing and notice how many times you go to pick up your phone and you're like, oh, wait, my phone's not here. It's, it's over there. And that, that's what I kind of did. And I'll, I, that's when I noticed I was like, oh, maybe I don't have as much control over it as I thought. So it's, it's a really interesting exercise. And with regards to what you said about you doing things on a computer and having that require a lot more steps, I think like with that exercise that I just mentioned, it just gives you time. And, and that's really important when you're trying to identify bad habits or when you're trying to break out of habits. It's just break out having, of impulses, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just having the time to think about, oh, should I should I actually, you know, turn my phone on and, and go to this app or, oh, I'm on this app right now, but uh, it's weird. I, I don't I don't have a reason to be on this app. Maybe I should not. Or, you know, you can even take this to binge watching. Like if you have enough time to stop at the end of every episode and think about, oh, you know, maybe I should be doing something else as opposed to just going to the next episode. That's why cliffhangers cliff- or autoplay. Yeah. Or autoplay. Yeah. That's why cliffhangers are so effective because you know, you're just focused on that instead of thinking about, Oh, maybe I should not. So that's a really interesting, really interesting point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Third point that I have are breaks. So there was a time in the past when people were like, Oh man, dude, you're working so hard. You should take a break. Or the other quote, which I don't really like, which is, Oh, if, it's time you enjoyed spending. It's not wasted time. So a lot of times when I hear people use this quote, it's with regards to gaming, right? So let's say you spend a lot of time gaming and you think, oh man, like I just spent like two or three hours or maybe even five hours gaming. That was such a waste of time. People would say, ah, no, it wasn't. Cause like you, you had fun, right? So it's not wasted time, but I don't really like that because it lacks context, right? Like if you are not really in control of yourself when you're playing games uh, and you're having a really fun time because it could like, maybe it's a problem. Maybe you have like a game addiction or something, then I don't think that's a very healthy use of your time. So the quote is true to some extent, but it requires context. And 
what I think about breaks in the past uh, before this whole situation was I don't really need breaks. And, and let me be really specific when I say that. I don't really need unproductive breaks. There are productive breaks, like for example, working out, doing physical activity, going outside for a walk, right? I'm like, I don't really need to watch movies. I don't really need to play games or things that you kind of define as unproductive. But mm. this changed when I decided it was a Friday night and I decided, screw it, I'm just going to watch a movie. And I finished that movie. It was great. And on Saturday, I was way more productive than I originally was. And I remember waking up and I remember having a really clear mind. Just things weren't weighing me down. I was just able to go. And that really got me to stop and think about, oh, maybe maybe like a, a proper break. And proper is a very general term here. You have to define what that means to you. But maybe a proper break every once in a while is extremely beneficial because if you think about it, it's better to have breaks and then be more productive after those breaks than to just continually be productive for a very long amount of time and have that productivity slowly taper off. So breaks are kind of like, you know, like, like, I guess, energy potions, I guess you could say they like they, they spike it back up so that you're not so that you're going more like this, as opposed to like slowly tapering off. And I didn't really think about that before. Before I was just like, nah. I don't really need breaks, but this whole situation kind of got me to, to rethink that. So what are the qualities of a good break? I know it productivity and like proper is a very general term, but maybe you could share what proper or productive breaks are to you. Right. So for me particularly, the reason that movie worked is because it allowed me to really take a step back and just hit pause on life. The movie that I watched was The Platform by Netflix, not sponsored or anything, but great movie. It really got me to hit pause and think about the things that were happening in the movie, right? It was like I was in a different dimension. And when you're in the middle of a bunch of different things, when you're trying to juggle a, a, you know, different things at the same time, when you're worried about like A, B, and C, and you, you have a list of priorities and all this other stuff, it's sometimes it's beneficial just to jump out of that reality and go into another one for a second. And that's why I think what you watch is also important as well because I could have watched something that wasn't thought-provoking. And I personally believe that the platform was thought-provoking and touched up on a couple of things that society has to deal with. So it, it really got me to think after that movie. And that's kind of what I define as, as a good break is this something that allows you to mentally rest, I guess you could say. And it's really hard to answer your question specifically without knowing the person I'm talking to, because this is going to be different for everyone. Um, one of the reasons why TV shows are so addic addicting is because of that exact reason that I just mentioned. They allow you to hit pause on life and jump into another reality. And this can be an issue because if you're doing this to escape problems, that's not healthy. And you're going to want to do it more and more often over time because you don't want to deal with your problems. But if you're doing this as a break, then it is healthy. So it's hard to uh, answer that question, but what I would suggest is just pay attention to yourself and mm -hmm. take breaks that make sense to you. So what I'm seeing here is something called escapism. You try to escape situations and you do these activities such as gaming or TV shows. Mm -hmm. But in your situation, you were purposeful in taking that activity on so that you can disengage your brain on the other areas of life and just like fully focus on this movie. There was a quote by some 
um, a business person that I follow called Darren Hardy. He mentions about fully engaging and fully disengaging to be most productive in your work. So about fully engaging is like fully engaging in your work at the maximum energy. Um, but eventually, like what you said about the plateau of energy, it dies down, right? Mm -hmm. So now is the time to fully disengage and like take that rest so that you can fully engage again. That was an interesting concept. And there's studies and like different techniques such as the Pomodoro technique, which mm -hmm. is working for around 20 to 25 minutes mm -hmm. and then taking a, a small break before repeating this work and break cycle again. Yeah, there's um, benefits of taking breaks for sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, those are the three things that I kind of learned. The first one being make sure you don't eat until you're super full. Rather try eating until you're a little under that full feeling just so you decrease your chances of getting a food coma. The second one being try completely disconnecting from your phone when working um, and figuring out how much of a distraction it actually is for you. And the third one being take proper breaks. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode. I hope you learned something new and I hope this inspires you to consider trying that piece of skeptical advice that you may have heard online or from a friend in the past. This episode is actually inspired by one of my listeners who suggested that me and Andrew bring our unique perspectives to the table in terms of discussions and in terms of these podcast episodes. So if you also have suggestions on changes or ideas for episodes you'd want to see, feel free to let me know using any of the social media links down in the description of this episode. And have a great one. I'll see you later. Peace.